Welcome to my country. Without a word, the Romanian guide I had known for just three days pulled our Skoda sedan onto the gravel beside a lonely two-lane road. Why had we stopped in the middle of nowhere with a view of flat yellow fields? It was warm out and still. Few cars passed as we regarded each other for a second across the front seat. Then Lucian slowly and deliberately leaned toward me with both hands out. Uh-oh. It was afternoon. We were returning from a lake resort near Sibiu, where I'd been looking for the scholomance from Dracula. It wasn't on the program, but how could I pass through this region of Transylvania without trying to find the fictitious Lake Hermannstadt and the witch's school where Dracula learned the secrets of the devil? We had walked around Sibiu that morning, stopping to buy a map, after I'd talked Lucian into driving me out here. We'd had an outdoor lunch of pizza and pasta near the Liars Bridge, a lacy-looking wrought-iron affair built to deliver pedestrians across a narrow canyon of traffic through the old part of town. Beggars moved among the bright, umbrella-covered tables while we ate, taking advantage of the midday bustle. Ancient pastel-colored German row houses, three and four stories high, peeked at us across a carpet of construction rubble. One already had a new identity as a nightclub. Chill out. In an odd turn, I was trying to do just that, sitting on the side of a country road three hours later, with the engine turned off and Lucian's hands mere inches from my head. I didn't think he was a serial killer. But could this have anything to do with romance? Lucian was cute, tall, lean, muscular, and tan. He was about my age and had close-cropped graying hair, a neat beard, and a deep voice. And I couldn't say that no such notion about my guide had crossed my mind. This was the man who would be my companion for the next two weeks— driving me through the cities, villages, and mountains of Romania, carrying my bags, explaining the sights. He was my protector, my translator, and even my dinner partner. But what did I really know about him? Since our initial meeting in Bucharest, he had been prompt and polite. He seemed to know his way around. He dressed well, so far, his casual wardrobe was neat and stylish. His English was good, but he was not a talker, which suited me. He lived in the city, but had a preference for nature, natural foods, the woods, and the land. I'd seen him walk a distance to throw a tiny scrap into a container. It wasn't much information. Lucian was my connection to the country of my childhood dream. The dream that would not die. The dream of Dracula. And I didn't even know his last name. He was startlingly close to me now in the front seat, his eyes boring into mine. Suddenly, I knew I'd seen too many Dracula movies. Nobody had to tell me what usually happened next in Transylvania. There are places in our minds, vistas of the imagination, where fantasy and reality come together. The landscapes of Romania were like that for me. I had imagined them so many times from the movies that there was a magic about the land.
I'd never seen this country before, and yet I had. Layers of memory tied the Carpathians to the hills of West Virginia, my childhood, and the little movie theater where I first sat mesmerized by one Christopher Lee playing the most enduring character ever created, Count Dracula. This story began on a moonlit night nearly fifty years ago, on the silver screen in a town nobody'd ever heard of. A swish of the cape, a bite to the neck, a full moon rising in the sky. Who knows the reasons for what we choose, or what chooses us?